today on Learn Me Something. Casinos. Versus. The history of coffee. Have I ever told you about my 13-month calendar idea? Uh, no. What would the 13-month be named? Don't think about it, just answer. Bark. Okay. <laughs> I don't I don't stand by that. I'm okay. open to suggestions. But Okay, so the idea is uh, will you get out your calculator, please? Of course. Perfect. So, right now our calendar is just a mess. Agreed. You have tw- 12 probably. months and you don't know like what day what months have a certain amount of days. It's just pure mm-hmm. chaos. Yep. But you know like in February where sometimes it lines up perfectly. Or it's like Sunday. It's just like a perfect block. Yeah, and you it's know, glorious. Because 28. Yeah. Here's my proposal. Propose it. 13 months, all with 28 days, except that leaves one extra day. But do you know what that means? The purge. Every first of the month is the same day. Every oh. second of the month is the same day. So you could plan ahead really well. A lot better. Okay, that's... Yeah, because it could be like every first Monday of the month we do this. Every every month is exactly four weeks. Oh, wow. Why Think about that, that. Would that mess with our winter, uh, summer, fall, spring season cycle? Uh, well, you got three months per season. So <laughs> it might... It might, but you could just extend summer an extra month. I think everyone would be okay with that. I'd, I'm okay with it, <laughs> personally. But just imagine, you're like, okay, what are we doing? Or when is the 7th of November? Oh, today's the 7th, so it's a, it's a, it's a Tuesday Tuesday or whatever. Sunday. <laughs> Still confused. It's just beautiful. It is beautiful. Yeah, it, it, exactly four weeks. And then just the last day could be like Christmas 2.0 or yeah. you, extra New Year's Eve New or Year's. something. Plus one. Or just New Year's Day is the one, and then it starts over at January. Oh. Think about that. And all crime is legal. Oh, and the reason... The reason <laughs> yeah, the reason I said to get your calculator out... Oh, was, thank you. ...was to uh, double check, because 13 times 28 should be 364. Three times 28 equals 364. How do leap years factor Boom. into this? I'll get rid of them. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Who needs them? Well... I personally you, you believe still, they serve no purpose. You could still do an extra extra day or every four years. That's just, that's no problem. Yeah. The only problem is it would just be like a Y2K situation again. Oh. Where the world might explode, but it won't. Because we'd be starting at zero. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or or picture this. Just 2022 and it just starts. We don't even tell people. Oh, surprise. We, we speak with Apple and Samsung, have them automatically update the calendar app. We put the 13th month at the beginning. Get it out of the way. Yeah, so it goes bark January, February, <laughs> March. <laughs> Ends with December, then New Year's Day, then bark again. So uh, this is what's up with you then? What's the, all the new biz? This is uh, the things I think about. Nice. Okay. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. I think about trying to make the world a better place. Mm. So <laughs> sorry to be an innovator. <laughs> I'm sorry. But <laughs> oh, what a guy. I never sleep. I just innovate. Uh, so that was your thing. My thing is I started taking cold showers. Oh. Uh-huh. 
So I'm doing this whole 1% thing. So every week I try to pick a single easy thing to be 1% better for exponential growth, Josiah. Wow. And so the last two weeks, every morning, er, every weekday morning, I take a freezing cold shower and it is fantastic. Do you, how does that make you better? Um, it, so it wakes you up, obviously, because you come from drowsy to survival mode. Okay. And it gets your blood flowing really fast. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, it just, it really just gets your body moving. Gotcha. But it also is healthy for your skin and it clears, uh, don't ask me the science behind this, (laughs) but I looked at a couple sites and they all said it. So it's trustworthy. I believe it. Um, It clears out your lymphatic system, which is, if I remember right, where like your white blood cells hang out. So basically the center that keeps you healthy or is a factor in keeping you healthy. Really? So yeah, it's like a little immune booster just by taking a quick three minute freezing shower. That's pretty miserable. A little moon booster. Yeah. And supposedly it's like five times more effective than coffee in the morning. And I will actually... You think so? Yeah, I would actually agree. Okay. Usually I'm pretty tired and I take it and I'm unhappy. Mm-hmm. And then right when I get out, the second I get warm, I'm like, man, I'm like pretty awake right okay. now. So there you go. What's your, what's your next thing going to be? Um, well, your let's see. That was percent. a couple weeks ago. Last week I did... Oh, last week I did no checking my phone before I get out of bed. Ah. Or before I get out of my bedroom. Yeah. So I don't just sit there scrolling yes, when I wake that's up. That's a good thing to do. Um, and then I don't know what this one will be. Figure it out. Probably yeah. something with social media. Yeah. I want to use it more, I think. Yeah. <laughs> At least five times a day. Yeah. I want to make sure I'm checking every each. 15 minutes yeah. so I'm not missing out on yeah. stuff. That is a good idea. That will make you exponentially better. Yep. <laughs> Welcome to the Learn Me Something podcast. If you've not been here before, this is the world's first competitive podcast where we compete. We each bring a new topic each week, present it to each other, and then as your job as the listener to vote for who you thought was better, you can vote uh, in the link in our little episode, Dilly. Just scroll down a little bit. Yeah, there you go. Or you can go to our social media, at Learn Podcast. You can vote there. We have a lot of fun over there. I just recently posted an over-the-top YouTube spoof video about a bowl, so that's this what's going on. <laughs> Pure excitement, <laughs> which actually, you got to give a shout-out to, uh, what's the name of this? Uh, it's Confetti Rain. Confetti Rain. Yep, so if you go on Instagram, you're going to want to go on to conf- at Confetti Rain blog, and that's going to take you to the person who had this goofball made for us. If you don't know what the goofball is... I'm sure you'll find out this episode. I'm feeling extra stumbly <laughs> in my re- words yeah. today. Oh, good. It's really cool. <laughs> it I'm, is cool. I When I saw the, the video that you posted, my mouth literally, like my jaw dropped. I was like, oh, no. That is awesome. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's it will live here forever. Um, when I did that unboxing, I took it out and at first I didn't see. <laughs> so I was like, oh. Cool oh, okay. Bowl. So she's just sending a bowl. Yeah. Instead of because we were using a jar. Yeah, which doesn't work out. But when I turned it around, I saw, oh. boy, oh boy, was it custom made just Knocked for us. Knocked you over. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, hold on. Uh-oh. We're gonna do something a little unorthodox. Okay. Josiah, say something right now that you think will make me laugh. 
Uh, oh no. Nope. Okay. No pressure. Give me. Okay, I'm shaking the dice. Yep. Give me a laugh. And roll the dice. <laughs> Here we go. That is awesome. That's like long. I, yeah, I drew it out one more time for kicks. <laughs> That's amazing. This is a. <laughs> <laughs> That's a. <laughs> does this make the podcast funny? I think it does. That's just like a homemade laugh track that Caleb made t- just today, right? Right before this. Yeah, it, probably fifteen minutes of effort. That is awesome. Um, the punishment. Oh, so. Oh, I forgot to mention. If you've not listened, the loser of each episode has a punishment, a different punishment every episode. And last episode, Josiah talked about laugh tracks. So the punishment was that the loser had to make their own custom-made laugh tracks. I unfortunately lost, and so this episode will be featured by some f- exciting, just high, high anticipation laugh tracks. <laughs> high quality. Some good sweetening. Yeah. If I, you remember from last episode. I made but. a couple. Check this one out. This is a staple of the laugh track genre. The aww. <laughs> Or not. Never mind. It's, <laughs> it's somewhere. That there. one did not export. Okay. Let's see if this one. Okay. No. Uh, okay. So I only ooh, have the hard laugh one. That's okay. But I will, uh, I think every few episodes, I'm just going to throw these Sprinkle in. Sprinkle it in. Just long enough to where you kind of forget that they're out there, and then boom, get with the laugh track. <laughs> and then it's going to make people uh, think the show is more funny. So. Exactly. Because okay. we proved that last yeah. episode. So I, I won. I presented the better topic according to the people. Yeah. So close, though. It, it was, was very, very close. close. It was very close. We had to extend voting a little bit. Yeah, that was the closest episode we've ever had. Yeah. So so good work, people. I'm on a two-win two streak right now. Yeah. Shooting for three. Yeah. So since I got to go first, I since I won... Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> Josiah is embracing the goofball. Come up with another idea for the goofball. Okay, uh, eat a goof. <laughs> eat one of the pieces of paper. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay, I'll leave this out and I'll write that down. Okay. Okay, so since I <laughs> won last time, I get to decide who goes first. Correct. I'm going first. <laughs> <laughs> I love the... <laughs> <laughs> it stands out way more than I really wanted it to. <laughs> I love that so much. Okay, this is going to be a fun one. Yep. Okay, it's not only going to be a fun one because of the laugh track, but Caleb, oh no, I have a very special surprise. I'm getting nervous. Wait, what? There may or may not be somebody <gasps> that I am going to tap out today. No way! And I think they're here, but let me check. What? Okay, I am flabbergasted. They're here. You ready? Yeah, I'm nervous. Oh, special guest. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, well, I'll take this over here. Okay. Well, hello. So, introduce yourself, or Caleb introduce our special guest. Wow, this is none other than the Joe King. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Starting off strong, hitting the door, Sproingy. <laughs> hey, did you hear the laugh track I made? That was pretty good. Do you want to hear it again? I always do. I'm kind of, the more I play it, the more proud I am of it. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to the other two? 
Uh, I don't know. They're just uh, needlessly silent for some reason. I think I exported them wrong. Oh. But I will fix it. Okay. I uh, can fix this. Okay, I'm, re I'm recording myself over here now. Okay, so this is kind of fun because I didn't really do any research. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Wait so a all second. The, all the pressure's on you, Joe. <laughs> oh. So he actually told me about this thing. He told both of us about this thing that he's going to talk about. Um, you told me too? At one point, mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, dibs. <laughs> dibs on that. And so uh, I won. So, yeah, so it's yours. <laughs> yes. Yeah. How does it feel being our second tap oh, out guest? I'm honored. I was <laughs> very excited. Tech well, I would say I'm the third because Chaz was. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Chaz was the first official, <laughs> unofficial guest yeah, host. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. one, of th one of the three, the big three. Yes. That's what we call it. Very honored. The Glad big to be three. Um, so since your team, since your team won the last episode, since you're on Team Josiah for tonight, you get to decide, I guess, who goes first. Um, us. Oh. I'll, I'll go first. Oh, yeah. you already yeah. said you were going yeah. first, right? Just so that, to introduce Joe. It was yes. glamorous. Yeah. Yes. Well, thank you. Funny thing, I was going to show up in a green morph suit <laughs> and not have you know who I am and just start talking about my topic, but I think that? you would know who I am with it. I Nope, that would have been really weird to say. <laughs> I'm going to omit that from the podcast. <laughs> There's going to be something about recognizing your body shape. Oh, There's no way to say that. Instantly. <laughs> no problem. Um, you came with printed paper notes. Yes. I, That's dedication. I thought I would just have a, a thing to go off on and if I get stuck. Yeah, this is preparation right here. <laughs> That's like a, a mini laugh track. Yeah, Ooh, the sproingy. Yeah. If you can't hear it well on the mics, uh, we've got some sproingy door stopper situations. <laughs> well, I am All right. excited. Are you ready to learn about casinos and how they work? Uh, yeah, that's on, okay, I'm going to have to delete that up from my list. Because you told oh, that to me, and uh -huh. I've just had it sitting there. Oh my gosh. What was that? Oh, 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 it's tea. <laughs> what? Okay, you continue, I'm going to clean this mess up. Okay, to yeah. fill everyone in, since this has been a weird couple minutes, um, Josiah just spilled his tea all over, and then I think played my guitar for a second. So, Joe... Yes. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. Very excited to be here. Are you ready to learn about yeah, casinos? Please how they work? hit me. All right. So this is what I'm going to do. Talk about the history of casinos very briefly. Get the boring stuff out of the way. Good. The psychology that they use to bring people in and keep Ooh, them there. Oh, that's rich. You know I love psychology. Oh, yes. Some of the advantages they have. And then I have a couple stories that I think will make you... Some fresh casino yes. stories. Make you very okay. excited to go gambling. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm already excited. <laughs> All right. Uh, the first casino was built in 1638 in Venice, Italy. It was called Casino... I'm not going to even say it. No, go you <laughs> Casino di Venice... Veneza. Veneza. Ven Veneza. Veneza. Yes. Veneza, Veneza. <laughs> uh, casino... Mm -hmm. is from the origin of Italian. Okay. The root of it is casa. 
Casa, Casa means house. Oh, oh, the house right. always wins. Oh. It's all it all together. merges together. So that's that's where the the phrase "the house always wins" comes to play. Uh, it was originally built to be a theater, to where people would come watch plays and everything. And then during intermission, the wealthy people would go gamble for a little bit. What and the the people who weren't allowed to do it. We're thinking, what the heck? We want to do this too, and so it started a very big boom. And I want you to take a guess on what the casino gambling in- industry is worth currently today. Uh, take a wild guess. F- a hundred and twenty-two billion dollars. Say. I'm gonna or, go lower end. I'm gonna say five you're, billion. You're gonna want to go higher. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How, how many? 711 billion okay. is Holy what cow. the industry is worth. That's it, actually as of 2020. nuts. With a, with a B. Billion, billion with a billion with a B. But, but, but. That's crazy. Yeah, it, That's it's one, insane. One of the bigger ones then. Mm-hmm. All from uh, the <laughs> all from the people who just go and make poor decisions and lose yes. all their money. And, and that also includes like yeah. lotteries lottery tickets that you buy at the oh. gas station well, not, not just like going into a casino and throwing dice. Are you table. a lottery ticket kind of guy? Not really. Okay. No. Josiah? I, Never. I Never did win 40 <laughs> bucks off of a dollar scratch ticket once. Okay. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty weird. <laughs> wow. What a day. <laughs> Enough to keep it coming back. Yes. I probably lost all the 40 <laughs> later on in life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on. So, kind of like I was saying, like gas station stuff, you, you see in a lot of times, uh, they have slot machines in gas station and like hotel bars and whatnot. Yeah. Especially around here a lot, and that's because we're on an Indian reservation. And so, mm-hmm. there was an act, October 7th, 1988, that was called the Indian Regulatory Act, which allowed Native Americans on, uh, on, uh, what was it? Their, uh. Um. Reservation, <laughs> Indian that's, reservation lands. That's that's what I was I trying to find. Trying to think of it too. Uh, it's like the uh, property, yeah, uh, no. well kind, I guess. Uh, land. Okay. So that's why you see a lot of casinos around so here act. is because we're on an Indian reservation. Whereas, Do you know why that was put into play? Uh, I don't know just, just necessarily like, why, but okay. they're. The Native American people kind of have like their own rules of what they can do, yeah, yeah. and so they're allowed to have casinos oh. and slot machines. Whereas a lot of other states, they're only allowed certain properties yeah. are allowed yeah. to have that yeah. casinos and whatnot. I just read this might be in your notes already. I just read today actually that there's one Native American tribe that by the time you turn 18, you're automatically a multimillionaire by the way that their casino is set up and the way the wealth is shared. Oh, really? That like That's everyone by the time you turn eighteen, you're already multimillionaire. Do you like go in w- and work for the casino or something? Or I have no idea. Some you kind of ownership. Probably just... retire <laughs> off that, <laughs> or put it all on red. Is that a thing? We're oh. getting to okay. That. Sorry, getting to I'm that. jumping ahead. Don't you worry. I took Whew. that directly from uh, Psych, an episode of Psych. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that. So, but today we're going to talk about commercial casinos. So okay. that's what, like the MGM Grand, all mm-hmm. the famous ones you mm-hmm. see downtown Las Vegas. Yeah. That's mainly what I'm going to focus on, not the, okay. the dinky casino. Not the tiny ones. Not, yes. The yeah, tiny boys. Small town. Yes. Okay. So 
In America, mm -hmm. there are 462 commercial casinos. That's more than I would have guessed. Oh, yeah. okay. And like I said, the MGM Grand, the Bellagio, those yeah, 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 casinos. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's a lot of smaller end casinos, but mm, yeah. 462. 50 states in America, 48 allow some type of gambling. So again, like the lottery, mm -hmm. slot good. machines, or a full-on What are commercial. the two that don't? I was oh. going to have you guess. Oh. California? Alaska and Hawaii. They're always is the it, two. Is, there's like a line. Uh, I guess maybe not California. I just remember I've been to like Tahoe and there's like this, when you cross the state line, then there's like casinos on one side. But maybe that's just the city. North and South Dakota. Final uh, guess? I don't know. <laughs> uh, Delaware. <laughs> Utah and Hawaii. That's Utah. Hey, okay. I said Hawaii. You did? Oh, okay, so it's not, that's not what, yeah, I think Utah, Utah would have been one of the last states that I guessed though. <laughs> Because Wait, it's the one though. that I think of the least. Huh. Okay. Somebody from Lake Tahoe, tell me what the deal is there. Because mm. hmm. it's Nevada, California, right? Okay, yeah. move on. Anyways. <laughs> I'm in, in all of our 50 states, 18 of them allow commercial casinos. So in the rest of the however many, yeah. they only allow like the lottery. Or okay. Slot machines and gotcha. Okay. Those 18 states are Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Mississippi, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, South Dakota, and West Virginia. The first 10 of those were not ones I thought would be on the list. So it seems kind of spread out, like mm -hmm. no really rhyme or reason. Yeah, there's Why? not a gamble center of the U.S. And, and there's <laughs> well, I take that. I, back. I don't know much, but well, there, there, I don't really talk about it that much. Okay. But uh, actually, I don't talk about it at all. There's there's a lot that goes into this, but there's yeah. also yeah. riverboat casinos where even though the state doesn't allow it, you get on a boat, go <gasps> out like two miles, Let's and do then that. you can gamble out onto the ocean. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, that sounds like a blast. Yeah. It's it's more well known in like the South area, mm. but uh, out on the Gulf, <laughs> <laughs> as they say. <laughs> so once you get past two miles out, that's like is that called maritime law? International waters. Yeah, in, in, something like that. Yeah. Waters. yeah. That, okay. So that that's when states that aren't allowed to have a full on casino. Interesting. That's what they do. I would take myself the fifty bucks to my name <laughs> and go out on one of those in a heartbeat. <laughs> It'd be cool just for the experience. Honestly. Yeah. Uh, 13 of those states, I'm not going to read them all again, okay. but 13 of those states are allowed to serve free alcohol while you gamble. Ooh, we're getting closer to the psychology. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We're and creeping probably, in there. You're probably thinking, why would you waste a lot of money giving people free alcohol? I was well, wondering exactly I, that. I know you I were just thinking to myself, <laughs> why would you waste all that money on free alcohol? I don't know. <laughs> so... The main thing a casino wants you to do uh -huh. is stay in their building. The longer you are there, the more likely you are to spend money. Just like Just Percy start. Jackson and the Olympia Thief. Oh, the little time uh, yeah. thing. They go, they oh, go yeah. to the gambling place and get stuck in there. Mm -hmm. I've seen that before. Yeah. <laughs> Top 10 best movies ever made. So they're just trying to keep you there. Yeah, so they're trying to keep you there. And that, that's one of their main draws. Uh, it's well known in Vegas that you're, if, if you go there, you can set up a slot machine. You, you put a dollar in and then a waiter will come to you and say, hey, what would you like to drink? And you can oh, order yeah. basically anything you want because they know if they start pumping you with a lot of alcohol, 
you're like, oh, I can put 20 bucks here, 100 yeah, bucks here, and it keeps yeah, going up and up. Yeah. I just saved money by not buying this alcohol. I can put that down right here. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> it was free. I can afford it now. <laughs> yeah. So if the liquids are flowing, then the cash is going to be flowing. Liquid if cash? The liquids are flowing, yeah. the cash is oh, like yeah. growing. Uh, <laughs> for the casino. Yeah, not for not yeah. for. That's kind of interesting, though. Do you think... I guess if you're going to somewhere like Vegas, you're not going to go there for the free drinks. You're going there for gambling. So the type of people that are going to be there aren't going to just like put a dollar in and then just get free drinks the whole night. Hmm. So it probably works yeah. out. I mean, they do it. So mm-hmm. yeah, it I bet they've out. done the math. I would. I, that's I would very presume interesting. that is interesting. Yeah. Would they okay. do free other drinks? Like if I ordered a chocolate milk. Good <laughs> chocolate you're, milk. You're at the high rollers table. Can I just get a <laughs> chocolate milk, please? I'm all in. Try uh, two chocolate milks, please. Marshmallow on the top. I send it back. Silly straw? Yeah, curly. Oh yeah. Do you have those sunglasses straws? <laughs> I really play better with those. Uh, so that that brings you in, and once you're in, uh-huh. they have the whole casino laid out to where you have a hard time leaving physically and mentally. Mm. And it's it's kind of like scary Very how sneaky. much they they yeah. go into yeah. this. So first of all, there's no clocks in casinos at all. So when you enter the building, they try and have it to where there's no clocks uh-huh. anywhere in your view. If you go to the bathroom, there's no clocks there. The pit, which is where you like you get your chips from, uh-huh. they, they normally have like a bar uh-huh. in the movies, like a bar that you can't get through. Yeah. Um, there's no clocks there. It's just they don't want you to know the time yeah. so that you don't leave. No windows either. That's yeah. so, so That's the next point. Is there's no windows as well so that you don't know when it's getting dark or when it's getting bright outside. The doors going into the casino don't have glass like most places do. It, they just try and shut you Sneaky. out from the world. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Just keep you in there. Yeah. And then the design and the floor layout of the casino, it's kind of similar to like a grocery style where whenever you're walking somewhere you're always passing something that's really busy or really bright oh. so i'll get to it in a little bit okay the psychology of that is so yeah, interesting it's, it's crazy what they do <laughs> uh it's crazy what they do is uh so slot machines i'll talk about it in a second uh-huh. are the most money generated in a casino and that's why really when you walk in there there's so many i guess I would never do that. (laughs) If I were to gamble, I would gamble on something where I could at least be involved in the outcome a little bit. Like there's some some skill? Yeah, like poker Mm -hmm. or something when you have at least a somewhat amount of control. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (sighs) Those are the most popular? Most popular and... Sheep. That's what I say. (laughs) All All of them. Sheep. And uh, I'll say later on that they're the most... uh, money generating part of the casino because they have the highest house edge to them. Oh, I'll so you don't it. even have the best odds. <laughs> okay. No, that's the worst Sheep. odds that you have. <laughs> but it's in, fun for some people. In a yeah. casino, they lay them out to where it's kind of like a maze yeah. trying to get through. They have pathways on the side for like emergencies and like uh, <laughs> regulation. You have to stuff. get out. Yes. <laughs> but that's why... Uh, slot machines are so bright and so noisy and so many different types of games is because you're walking past one as you're going to the bathroom and you see one that says deal or no deal and you're like 
Oh, I know oh, that game. I'll yeah. put five bucks in it real quick. Is Howie <laughs> here right now? Howie, Howie, Howie. So uh, like they just want you. To, they just want to distract you every mm-hmm. chance they get. And then once, uh, I mean, depending on where you are in the casino, there's a lot of table games as well. Uh-huh. And they try and make it to where there's games on both sides of you. And if you see like an empty seat at a really slow table or you see like a $1 minimum bet, mm-hmm. you might be like, oh, I have an extra couple bucks. I have. Yeah. I could put, there's an open seat. Yeah. I'll go do that real yeah. quick. The amount I just didn't spend on alcohol, <laughs> all I needed to afford this table. <laughs> do you think most people are on a budget? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've got $25, guys. Let's have fun. But, well, there's also a bunch of ATMs yeah. scattered around, yeah. around the casino. Of season. course. Yeah. Interesting. But it's kind of like Costco where... Yeah. They put all the stuff that you want in the back, so yes. when you're going there, you're like, oh, I do need a new and pair of shorts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bagels are half off. No way! <laughs> Let's just take a trip and do the samples. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, the layout and the design of them is very intentional with them, wow. especially with the bright lights from the, the slot machines and everything like that. And then, huh. going from there, a little more about the slot machines is they try and buy a lot of rights to certain like TV shows or games for mm-hmm. slot machines. Mm-hmm. Um, so for example, there's a slot machine that has friends on it and mm-hmm. you get to play like a game of friends from the, the TV uh, show or yeah. like I said, Wheel of Fortune or Deal or No Deal. And so you're like, oh, I know these guys. Yeah. I'll sit down I'll there. Do this. Put a couple bucks in. I lost. Oh, I'll put a couple more bucks in. Get a drink. Put a couple more bucks in. Yeah. So, that, that's their uh, wannabe rhythm in that. So they're just trying to make you feel comfortable, like there's recognizable mm-hmm. things that you see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of comfort, geez, you're, so you good. and I are on the same page. So same they, <laughs> they try to make you feel, this is going to sound weird, at home uh-huh. in a casino. So it's very cozy in there. All the lights are really warm. All the lights from the slot machines, like I said, are really big boom 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 mm. you hear a lot of noise but it's also very kind of compact in there yeah so you when you sit down you're like oh i kind of want to stay here i'm just cozy I'm pretty cozy pretty warm oh it's like you've got your safe space where mm-hmm. you're sitting someone say it's kind of a huga <gasps> vibe oh <laughs> oh this has me thinking if someone were design to if someone were to design a uh casino to keep me in there for as long as possible it would be uh, just nonstop chocolate milk deliveries. Just a fountain. They would give, yeah. Oh, yes, a chocolate milk fountain. Ooh. They would give blankets with, no, 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 oh. like uh, Snuggies. So you don't have to worry about carrying them around. Okay. When okay. you go in. Somebody places a Snuggie on you. Yeah. Instead of a suit jacket, it's a, <laughs> welcome, sir, here's your Snuggie. Here's your Snuggie. And instead of it being warm to make you feel cozy, it would be on the cooler side so that you'd be more enticed to use the blanket. Um, and that's all I got. There wouldn't be all the noises, all the all the pings and bucks. There would just be like some acoustic guitar. Yeah, just like some nice live music and uh, maybe, or no. It would filter between live music and like good movies, like good marathons, just Ooh, on. That's and I'd a good idea. Like, I'm here. And I'm not. <laughs> I leaving. am ready to go. Well, uh, you said that you wouldn't rather have like dinging light or dinging sounds and everything. Uh-huh. The reason why they have that is because every time you 
you hit the button and you win, uh-huh. a bunch of noises come out acting like you won a bunch of money, but in reality, you could have lost money, mm-hmm. but still won. So, say you put a dollar in, uh, hit the yeah. button, and you won 75 cents. <laughs> it makes you feel like a winner. You won 75 cents, oh, but you actually lost 25 cents. That's almost And so disturbing. it makes you feel like a winner, but in reality, you're just a, a, a loser. Yeah. <laughs> it probably makes you think that other people are winning, too, because uh-huh. you're hearing that noise all over. And once you hear that sound, it just like... It keeps going in your, in your brain. brain. Yeah. And the adrenaline starts Rattles. pumping. And you're like, oh, I, I just won a little amount. Yeah. I, can win a, yeah. I, I think I can win more next time. Wow. And so that's, that's why I think uh, slot machines are one of the most well-used. Uh, is because they make you feel so good there's winning. A, there's a lot of thought put into it. Mm-hmm. I'm stressed out by how disturbingly <laughs> scientific this all is. <laughs> and uh, last... Lastly, of like the psychology of everything. Yep, so, yep, yep, yep. Uh, most casinos are attached or are hotels. Uh-huh. And that is because, like I said earlier, they don't want you to leave. As long as you're in their building, you're more likely to gamble. So, the main casino uh, floor is on the, the bottom floor. When mm-hmm. you enter the lobby, mm-hmm. you see all the stuff. Mm-hmm. You're getting excited. You go put your stuff away in your room and then you come immediately back down mm-hmm. and play. A lot of casinos, what they do is, if they see that you, you've been playing a lot, a lot of casinos have like a, they're basically like library cards. You come okay. in, you scan that you put in a couple hundred bucks. Ooh, that's and so they cool. can track how much money you're, you've been playing with. And if they see that you've been playing a lot, they'll say, hey, we enjoy having you here. Here's a couple free nights if you want. <gasps> and so they start giving away a bunch of free stuff. They'll give away free coupons that you put in a slot machine and you get five bucks to play for yeah, free yeah you'll get a voucher there's a lot of restaurants in uh-huh. uh, casinos and so they'll be like here's a free meal on us we saw that you took a heavy loss we want you to come back Whoa. and so they just they they put a lot of money out because staying in their hotel isn't the cheapest yeah. thing in the world yeah uh-huh. but a couple free nights yeah. means you're gonna make a lot of yeah. money potentially yeah and so that's that's Holy probably like cow. the biggest scariest thing is they give you free stuff because they know you'll lose you're going to lose more. They're tracking you. <laughs> yeah. What you're... an unnerving industry. Yeah. <laughs> That's so much like data collection and math. Just like, okay, put it it's... in the computer. And then this guy, this guy, this guy, they're going to make a lot of money. We're going to make a lot of money from them. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. So that's why I said That's kind of scary. Yeah. It is scary. And I'm scared. They know you. My aunt used to work in... I think it was the MGN. Uh-huh. Um, and she went into like the room with all the T you'd see in the movies where there's a bunch of TV monitors that are looking yeah, yeah, at yeah. every table. Yeah. And she says oh, yeah. it's unreal that the movies don't even capture all of oh. how crazy it is. Cause they're, they're mom monitoring everything that really? you Holy do, cow. everything that they've seen. Because I mean, there's a lot of money flowing yeah. through there. Yeah. yeah. And so they it's, it's crazy cool, but also crazy scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would be like, I I know that I would never be talented enough to be like cheating and succeeding at anything <laughs> in a casino, but if I were ever like playing something, I'd be like looking over my shoulder, yeah. like did they just see, did did they think I just pulled something out of my pocket? Yeah, I hope not. It was not. I'm like showing them it's, my pockets. It's probably like the same. It's empty. It's like the same thing as when you walk out of a store without buying anything. You're yeah. just trying to act as normal as possible. Uh-huh. <laughs> you didn't do anything wrong, yeah. but you're like just... <laughs> you're like sweating a little bit. Or like a police officer, officer's behind you and yeah. you've not been speeding. Just Both hands on the wheel. On, come on, come on, come on, I'm, please. I'm fine. Please, please. <laughs> That's in- Yeah, and plus with just 
you know there's people with a lot of money everywhere. Oh, yeah. And you don't want to make anybody mad. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have a... I'll share a couple stories in a bit of... Okay. Oh, yeah. Boncos of money. Just okay. bon- <laughs> <laughs> Uh So, here are the best and worst games to play in a casino. So, there's a thing okay. called the house edge. So, okay. the reason why casinos make money is because they always have an advantage yeah. Yeah. over you. It's called the house edge. Um, house edge is... Defined as uh, the mathematical advantage of the gambling game uh, that the casino has over you while you play. Can you take a wild guess what game is has the least house edge to it? I'm uh, kind of thinking something where there's more skill involved. Uh, like, I would guess like Texas Hold'em. That's what I'm thinking. Or, oh no, Blackjack would be sketchy. Craps. Final answer. Texas Hold'em. Blackjack. It was Blackjack? Oh, okay. Blackjack yeah. has a... So, every casino has different rules on how to bet yeah. and how to play Blackjack. And so, it always varies uh-huh. from place to place. But it's roughly 0.5 to 1.2 edge over you, the house has, Holy in Blackjack. God. So, they have a 50.5% yeah. winning chance over you. On average, to the yeah. to the random okay. fifteen point five. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. No, not like at that's all. not what I I expected. The very best you could do would be like a sixty forty possibility mm-hmm. of winning, or forty sixty. I mean, the the top three games that I have are all under five percent. Wow, house edge over you. What are the other ones? The second one is craps. That's that's the dice game for those who, blackjack for those of you who don't know is you get to twenty one as close as you can and if uh-huh. you go over you it's called busting. That's one of my favorites. Yes, craps is where you throw two dice against the wall uh-huh. and if you seven or if you hit a seven you typically will lose. There's I think, oh man, I think there's fifteen <laughs> different ways you can bet mm-hmm. in craps. Very complicated. And so that's where the house edge varies as well. So the house edge in craps is anywhere between 0.6 and like 2. And so they have a higher edge at some points and lower edge in some other bets as well. Craps was featured in the first 20 minutes of the first Iron Man movie. In case you need some reference. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, yeah, just go uh, check that out. Yeah, if you're confused, don't Google it. Just go watch the first 20 minutes of Iron Man. You'll get... You won't get any understanding of how it's played, but you'll see (laughs) Robert Downey Jr. doing it live. Well recorded. (laughs) Uh, The second or the third game is roulette. That's where you have a ball spins in that wheel. Really? And it, like I said, it varies. So there's different bets. You could place a bet on black. It's Mm going to land on a black dice or a black tile or a red one. Uh And the same thing as Baccarat. Baccarat is a different game, but they basically have the same advantages over it, which is 2.6 to 5%, anywhere in between there. Hmm. So okay. in Blackjack, the way that the house has the smallest edge over you is there's 38 tiles that the ball can land on. Mm-hmm. All of them are red or black besides two, and that is zero and double zero, and those are green tiles. And so, if you put it on black, there's actually an advantage because it can land on green or red for you to win. Ah. Hmm. So that's where the advantage comes in, just 
Mm-hmm. It's just just picking between red and black. Yeah, that that's one of the yeah. many bets you can oh, do. But okay. that's okay. the lowest house edge that oh, they have okay. over you. Okay. Other bets are very, okay. Okay, they vary in differences. That one was featured in season one episode. <laughs> just I don't know. What it is. <laughs> wow. Of Psych, whatever the gambling episode. Oh. They like win a bunch of money from solving a case. Oh yeah. And then Sean's like. Yeah, we could take this money and pay bills, or, and then he throws it all on black. I think, mm. and, and that's where you get the the phrase "I'm all, I'm all on black," and that's in I think a couple oh. movies like The Gambler with Mark Wahlberg, Marcus, ah, good old Marcus. Can you get? Well, actually, I already said it. Slot machines are the worst. On how <laughs> slot machines? Is it slot machines? <laughs> Final answer. What is slot machines for? <laughs> uh, the depending on the game. Wheel of Fortune is the worst. Huh. Apparently, it's, Wheel of Fortune is a very common hmm. slot machine game. Um, and that has a 30 to 40% house edge over you. Wow. So every and 10 times you're playing, away. you're guaranteed to lose four, basically. Stay uh, away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, other games are like Deal or No Deal, like I said. Or okay. there's a game called Kino, which is basically bingo. You get to choose a bunch of numbers. I'm and if your numbers get picked, you win. It's, okay. it's but are they strange. picked out of a fun spinning basket? No. Okay, well, no. what's the yeah. point? It's, I don't, it's, pretty, I don't know. <laughs> it's pretty lame. Don't, with slot machines, don't they, like, if you have to get, like, three cherries or something, don't they often give you two, making you think that you're, like, close to winning? Mm-hmm. But that's not any closer to actually winning than... Like yeah, one cherries is the same as getting two cherries, basically. Yeah, they they wow they make it to where there's always uh oh I I was so close maybe next spin I'll get it and so yeah. like you said the two of the three cherries are on the on the screen or the the flicking thing. So they can probably just make like have however much edge they want because they kind of control the machine, right? Yes and no. The government has been like mandating you have to at least pay oh, out okay. this much. Oh. Or you have to pay them out. You just have to pay them out. So it yeah. could be you place a dollar and you win 50 cents. You have to get something. At least you won yeah. something even though yeah. you lost overall. Mm. I don't know why anyone would ever do that. Yeah. I I understand like once or twice for the experience, but just sitting there doing that <laughs> over and over again. Well, they get you all cozy in the chair. You lay back. Someone is waiting on you. Would you like another drink? Like uh, lights are flashing. You just haven't. You don't know what time it is. Yeah, yeah. Slot machines were featured in the flick <laughs> Warrior, right oh. before the final fight. Oh yeah. Yep. Uh, with the Tom Hardy movie. The Tom Hardy he movie. He all those quarters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. Oh yeah, because his dad came to talk to him, and then he got mad and threw all the quarters. <laughs> oh yeah. And stormed off. <laughs> Fantastic movie. What a movie. Uh, I already talked about you can put a dollar in and only win 75 cents. I like the zip ties on the Isn't that nice? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Phone. So we record these episodes. You can find them on the YouTubes now, which is very fun. Unfortunately, for the umpteenth time <laughs> of trying to record, we've just realized that it stopped recording early, so maybe your best That's bet is fun. just listening. <laughs> We'll get there. But uh, Josiah does not have a phone holder for his tripod, so he zip ties it every single... It works. Every single week. It's pretty fantastic. I'll figure something else out. This is... Maybe eventually. The most ridiculous <laughs> podcast setup ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, 
What else you got for us, Joe? I was going to pull it up on my laptop, but it's pretty slow. Uh, one more thing about the t how architecture of, or how casinos are overall uh -huh. to draw you in. They make the buildings look pretty cool. So like the Caesars Palace looks like a palace entrance yeah. with Agreed. big pillars. Mm -hmm. There's a place in Fort Lauderdale, Fort Lauderdale, Florida called the Hard Rock. And the casino and the hotel is in the shape of a guitar. What? And all of it is glass. I would go to that. And I, I, I'll send you guys a photo I mean, where you just look it yeah, up. But we'll, we'll link it. Yeah. So they draw you in with aesthetics and then keep you in with uh, Percy Jackson voodoo magic. A time loop. Yep. Time warp. With just some time warps. Yes. That's interesting. So like... Oh, that looks cool. I should go check it out. And I then... should go take my picture in there. Yeah. And then you're like, wait, look at all these people winning. And, and a free drink. Oh. And did you just give me a Snuggie? <laughs> Let's go. I can stay here a couple nights. playing on the TV? <laughs> so they, some of the buildings look really cool as yeah. well. And that's, that's another thing that draws them in. And then the largest casino in the world. You'll never guess where it is. Um, Utah. South Dakota. <laughs> Dubai? Oklahoma. No way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you were being serious that we would guess. <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought it was Vegas and we oh, were just no. making yeah. jokes. No, it used to be in Europe, I think, or Asia, but... Oklahoma. Oklahoma. It's called the Wind Star. Mm. Wind and a star. I know, think I've heard star. of that. It is 600,000 square feet. Holy cow. The, the whole building, including, you know, everything. There is 7,000 slot machines in this casino. That makes me so sad. A hundred table games. I'm so, okay with that. A bunch of craps, tables, blackjacks, back, back, back And then, I think this is why I think we should take a road trip there. There is an 800 compa capacity seating bingo hall. <gasps> I, Joe, I would leave right now with you. We'd cut the episode early and we'd go play bingo Wait, in Oklahoma. Can you, can you imagine 800 people playing bingo at once? It's just uh, the first five numbers they call. If you don't get it, so well, I, I doubt it's everybody <laughs> plays at once. But... Everyone's playing the same game. The house odds are 70, 30. One, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or ninety five. <laughs> Well, no, it'd be like one in 800. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, bingo. Apparently, it's big in Oklahoma. Okay. Man. Yeah. I always Oklahoma. figured. Oklahoma. Okay. How far is Oklahoma from here? I'd go. Pretty far. I'd say, I'm guessing 26 hours. Right? Yeah. I would take all right. my winnings from bingo, put it all on black. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, that's the overview. I, okay. I could have gone really deep yeah. into how oh, sure. everything works. I could have gone deep into like the riverboat casinos and everything. But I just wanted to give everybody like an yeah, overview. Yeah, of yeah. What games to play? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay away from slot machines. Yes. That Go to Bingo. So no help me. Yeah, <laughs> meet meet the three of us in Oklahoma next weekend. We'll be binging it up. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got three quick stories that oh. they progress into. That's a lot of money. Okay. Okay. So the first okay. one. My dad told me, I lived in Vegas for a while, uh -huh. and he went to the Bellagio and played in what are called poker rooms, so mm. it is a glass room, so you can still see into the main floor of okay. the casino, and they're just a bunch of poker tables and people playing poker, yeah. and the way casinos make money in that is they call it, a, it's called a rake, and mm. so every time somebody wins a pot, say you won a $100 pot, they take anywhere between 5 and 20% of that pot. 
as the casino for hosting the game. Okay. Oh, like every time you win? Mm-hmm. So every time... So not just when you win the table, every time you win the hand. Yeah, every time somebody wins, they're <laughs> taking 5 to 20% there we go. of that. Yeah, all over again. So basically what you're saying is if you go in with 1000 bucks, well, no, let's put it... Let's put it in my budget. You go in with 50 bucks, <laughs> you would have to make 60 to 70 to make it worth it because they would take 20% oh, okay. of that. So to break even. Yes, yes and no. It, it's every hand. It's not how much you walk away with. It's every time you oh, win a hand. Oh, so they take from everyone else's money mm -hmm. too, yeah. not just the stuff you put. Okay, that yeah. makes more sense. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so my dad was playing in a poker room mm -hmm. and there's a, a thing called bad beats, bad, bad beats. beats. So what a bad beat is, um, there are poker strength hands. So you have a high card and then a lot of people know what a Royal flush is. Mm -hmm. It sounds familiar. It's, it's a straight flush basically. And in a casino, if somebody gets a bad beat, which is a full house beating a full house or better, uh huh then what happens is uh, there's an ongoing money ticker symbol in the corner and whatever that amount is, everybody in that room gets a split of that. <gasps> That's fun. Yeah. Because oh. it's really hard to get a full house beating a full house or straight flush being a straight flush. Because they're so the, rare. Yeah, they're so rare. The odds are pretty high. Yeah. Um, and my dad was playing in a poker room once and a guy at another table... Uh -huh. got beat a straight flush over a straight flush and the bad beat alarm went off yeah and he said everybody in that room i think he said there was about 15 or 20 tables in there and there's seven to ten people per table yeah. uh -huh. everybody in that room immediately got 350 bucks what just by being in the room just by existing yeah when that happens. do you have like people try and sneak in or do you just like, <laughs> shut the door hey i was there <laughs> they lock you in yeah. <laughs> nobody leave <laughs> and so and and again, that's another thing that draws people in is they can be in a room yeah. and win money if yeah. something happens. Yeah. But so that incentivizes people to be in, to come play in, that game, mm -hmm. to be in that room. I want to be in the room when it happens. And just win. I just want to see what happens. Easily. What's it like? So yeah, that, that, was one, that was one story. The other one, my dad said he was playing craps in, uh, oh man, I forgot this, Treasure Island, I think is a casino in Vegas mm -hmm. or okay. was back then. Mm -hmm. And... He saw a guy playing craps at this, it was a high rollers table. Uh -huh. The smallest amount of chips this guy had were $1,500 chips. And the highest he oh. had was $5,000 chips. Oh my. And in craps, one of the ways you can win a bet <laughs> is by betting on hard ways. So two fives on the dice are facing up, which okay. is a hard 10 is what it's called. Gotcha. gotcha. He put $5,000 on every hard ways you can have. So the two, three, four, and five. Uh -huh. And the lady that was rolling hit two of them, and my dad said he walked away with three hundred thousand dollars in winnings. Oh my goodness! Just in a couple of probably an hour. That is crazy. It's yeah. It's the amount of high roller tables and what they walk away with yeah. is is crazy. I mean, you know that guy's coming back the next night. Oh yeah, yeah. Who knows? If he can I do. won four hundred thousand dollars last night and only lost three hundred and seventy eight tonight. <laughs> I gotta win my money back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I think this story is crazy. I found this on Reddit. Okay. Uh, it was a guy who works at a casino in New Zealand. He said he had a Thai woman a few months ago 
I don't actually, I don't know if this was a few months ago, but when you yeah. said, yeah. Uh, she was betting $300,000 a hand. I'm, I think this was blackjack. $300,000 a hand on blackjack. She lost $12 million at my table in less than an hour. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that is absurd. <laughs> the casino paid for her private charter jet to Melbourne uh, and back. So they paid to fly her there and back, which cost $70,000 for the casino to do. Because they knew she was Cause bad she, enough. She said she would get more money and come back. So they no flew her way. there. Uh -oh. She got money, which I don't. He says he doesn't know why she needed yeah. to go there to get money. Yeah. But came back, <laughs> and the guy said he's not exactly sure why she had to go there, but he had a sixteen-hour shift that day. And when she came back, she she sat at his table again and lost another fifteen million dollars. Oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> and this is all in a match. She was probably playing for three hours tops. So she hours. lost enough money for five people to retire at the age of twenty. Yeah. In a couple hours. And just, got a free chartered flight what for What did it. she do to be able to throw that kind of money around? I I wish I knew, because I would do it. <laughs> I would prefer to have that information. <laughs> so that, wow. those are just some of the, the crazy stories. So that, that seems like such an easy decision for the casino. Yeah, just fly her down and back. It's no mm -hmm. problem. $70,000, yeah. no big deal. Even yeah. if this she lady makes is six... horrible at black whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because to lose that <laughs> <laughs> like why would you yeah you know i guess if you're rich you live under a different set of rules yeah but like why would you not set a limit or just be better at the game yeah it doesn't it seem less. it's a small house edge game and you lose that much 29 million or something like that <laughs> take a lesson or two it's so ridiculous so that's that's all i had but i brought a deck of cards yes and i Are thought doing this i thought of an idea okay so the house edge I'll be the dealer. Okay. I'm representing Josiah. Okay. The deal is... So Josiah's the house too? Yeah, we're the, we're the house. Okay. Yes. But so this, only this only works for Josiah. Okay. So you have to beat me in blackjack okay. once. Okay. If we win twice, we win. If you win, you win once. The loser, uh -huh. the next episode, has to draw from the goofball as soon as you guys start recording. <gasps> I'm in. <laughs> Ooh, he gets toast once and starts changing rules. <laughs> Who does he think he is? A casino? Yeah, you brought him on. <laughs> it wasn't me. My the person that I tapped out to was way more well behaved. <laughs> um, I'm in. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. This is an easy win. This was a new deck that I forgot to shuffle before I came here. Oh, a new one, just like a casino. Don't oh yeah. Like Ooh. Is it all casinos that do that? Like a new deck every time? Mm hmm And there's new dice every couple hours from okay. craps tables. Okay. Uh, what do they do with the old decks and the old dice? The dice, know? they recycle, or if you go into a casino and go up to a craps table, you can ask for a, a set of dice, and what they'll do is they'll pinch, or they'll like a... With like a stick thing, they'll dent the dice so they're imperfect dice. Oh. So you can't use oh. them as cheap, yeah. but you can take them as a souvenir. Oh, cool. That's fun. Just because they go through so many? Yeah. Yeah. But I think they've recycled them. Yeah. The rest of them. Okay. All right, you ready for this? Sense. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. All right. Easy win. Typically, blackjack is six decks, but... I Who needs them? <laughs> Odds are more in my favor. Yes. Probably. Okay, I've got a two... And a jack. That I puts me... facing up. Okay, so the house has an eight and a face-down card. Let's I've go, got house. 12. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you can I, hit or you can stand. I'm gonna say hit me. My goal is to get as close to 21 oh! as possible. And I just hit 21. That's, First try. That's uh, four, 14. Uh, six four. plus eight. Yep, 14. So if you hit a seven, we need a seven. Otherwise, you're drawn from a group yeah. ball. <laughs> Come on, Joe. Uh, oh. 16 house always hits on 16 or less. Okay. So, that's so you're going to hit one more time, so, so you have to have a five. I need a five. Let's go. Come on. Oh my no goodness! <laughs> okay. The house always wins. <laughs> this so, is a good lesson. So, ju- so well, Josiah lesson. and Joe, the house, just won. That's ridiculous. No, so one more. Oh, it was a tie. It's called a push. Okay. Oh, oh I'm in a tricky 15. situation. 15 is... Is that like the worst you can get, or is 16 the worst, or 14? Any, anywhere between 12 and 15 is pretty bad. But you've got a 10. Mm-hmm. I am going to say hit me. So you bust. Yeah. So oh, we, we win. Let's go. So you, did you say you have to win twice? Have to win twice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So this next hand. If I don't win. Oh, it's a 10 and a 7. Great. Ooh. And Jack's facing up. All right, I'm going to stay. I'm going to hope on oh. 17. Okay. 19. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the house cool. always wins. Ouch. Yeah, the, the the Caleb doesn't win even once. It's just it's a good lesson. <laughs> if I was that lady, I would have just lost $4 million. <laughs> just then, right there. So, goofball. Thanks for Next bringing, episode. Thanks for bringing an interactive experience. Oh, yeah. yes. You guys can have this. Oh, really? Let's yes. de- let's cover the wall and the entire deck. <laughs> you can okay. do that. <laughs> we'll just stay one one. to the wall. And uh, that's great. all I got. Good. That's awesome. Good topic. Yes. Thank so you. That was fascinating. Thank you very much. You've done well. And now it's my job to somehow beat you. <laughs> bringing a tap out really sways the odds yeah, in your favor. Yeah. I, I hope am so. Not <laughs> I would hate to be the first losing... <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Ooh, you heard it here folks. First, folks, let's make Joe the first losing tap out guest. <laughs> okay, a uh, quick reminder on the tap out rules. So, it's a rule in our little learn me something rule book that either of us can bring in a tap out or we can tap out at any point in any episode if mm-hmm. we want to. I did it recently, decided it tonight. And what that means is you bring in another person, they'll present, and then the voting goes on as normal. If they lose, either Josiah and I have to do the punishment anyway. So if Joe loses, Josiah is still punished. Yeah, so our guests will never be be punished. (laughs) Yeah, so if you're thinking about being on the show... (laughs) Depends on what it is. Text text me what it is. You're more than welcome. (laughs) All right. You ready for my topic, everyone? I'm very excited. Yes. Uh, I'm nervous, actually, because uh, I don't know. I'm feeling I'm feeling pessimistic about the outcome of this episode. Oh, oh no! You I mean, stay you, strong. Stay you strong. Paper notes. Stay That's strong. Good. You got it. All right. I'm talking about um, beans. <laughs> no way. <laughs> That's awesome. Specifically. Coffee jumping beans. beans. <laughs> uh, I thought about talking about the Mexican jumping beans, and I looked into it. Not enough for a topic, but did you know they jump because there's little larvae in there? And Ooh, when they I've heat up, before. they like jump around 
And so that's why they jumped. Isn't that creepy? The larva's like trying to get out and they're like dying. Yeah, so there's a living thing inside of the beans and they're trying to escape. That's why they hop around. Okay. Um, anyway, we're gonna, not talking about those. I'm we're talking honest, about... I didn't know a Mexican jumping bean was like a real thing. Yeah, it was like a toy. Well, I googled it today, okay. so it's 100% true. Okay. <laughs> we're talking about coffee beans. Does that sound good? Yeah, please. Um, we're just going to do a, a general history of coffee because as I was looking into it, I realized, I know right now all of you ladies and gentlemen listening are like, here we go, just a history lesson, going to be boring. It's going to be all about Julius Caesar and all that. But <laughs> it always is. There's, there's some twists in this story. So why don't we dive to 850 AD, okay? Oh, please. We're in Ethiopia. Oh. Legend has it. Uh, legend meaning this story was recorded hundreds of years later. Okay. Written. They found a written recording of this story. So we don't know for sure if it's true because if it was later. Mm-hmm. But... For tonight, because it's fun, let's assume it's real. Okay. Okay. We've got a guy named Kaldi. He's living in Ethiopia, right next to a monastery. Yeah, he is. He's a goat farmer. And one day he goes out to check... Or, he's a goat herder, excuse me. Okay. One day he goes out to check on his goats, and he finds that they will not stop hopping around. <laughs> and they're being super loud, super noisy <laughs> little goats. Guys, stop! <laughs> yeah, he's like, why are you dancing so much? And so he did some investigating, finds out they're all eating these red cherries. He's like, huh, there's something here. So he eats one, okay? He gets all energized, and then he's like, there is something here, something important that needs to be discovered. Um, Turns out, it's a good point to mention, coffee beans are not beans. They are the pit of a fruit, a red fruit that looks like a cherry. Uh... The inside... (laughs) Of it is a pit or a little seed, and that is what the coffee bean is. Uh, can you eat the cherry? Is it called a cherry? Uh-huh. Back in the day, which is a little bit of evidence that this story is, in fact, not true, but we're going to go with it. <laughs> Back in the day, apparently, they would mash them up and then put them with, like, animal fat, and they would name them, I'm assuming, energy balls, because what else would you call them? And so they just chew on them like little... <laughs> little gum. Little, yeah, gum, energy gum. Oh. But anyway. So, Caldi oh. finds this. He's like, man, this is awesome. I got to tell someone. So he goes to the monastery, finds the monks, right? He says, hey, you got to try these. They Well, there's two versions of the story. The first version, uh, the monks are like, this is awesome. You're a hero. Great work. Second version of the story, the monks are like, mm, we disapprove. So they throw Kaldi in the fire, and then the aroma of <laughs> the aroma of these fruits come up out of the fire, and the monks are like, That's good. Wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> We're gonna go with the first version because it seems less ridiculous. Did he have like beans in his pocket or something? Well, he brought them to show. And so he probably was just filled with them. Oh, ew. <laughs> Chest pocket, <laughs> pant pocket, everything, and they just kind of shoved him. But we're going to go with the version that the monks just liked it. And okay. So they start making this coffee, and they're like, we're, we're taking a vow to have this every night because it's going to help them pray all night, right? Hmm. Oh, okay. Um, so <laughs> there you go. There's the origin of coffee. Now... Uh, way back in the day, once they got into the official coffee what they would do is they just ground it up, they'd take the pit out of the fruit, 
they'd ground it up a lot, and then they'd boil it. And boom, there you have your coffee. So it'd take a long time to make, Yeah. but tasted just like coffee. Good old black coffee. Now, let's jump ahead to the 15th century. So Ethiopia is the king of coffee for hundreds and hundreds of years. Huh. Mm -hmm. It makes its way all the way across the Red Sea into Yemen to a port called, any guesses? Cafe. <laughs> Yemen's port. <laughs> Excellent <laughs> guess. Both uh, as logical as you could have considered with the information you were given. The port was called Mocha. Oh. Uh-huh. That's how Mocha was born. So, okay. um, they get it into Yemen. Yemen starts making it. Gets really popular. Um, it was known, forgot the actual, or the name, but the translation is the wine of Arabi. Um, so they referred to it as like a wine. And uh, so yeah. So coffee houses start popping up all over the place. They start popping up around Arabia and they're called schools of the wise. So coffee shops from the very beginning really? are like this philosophers, <laughs> educated people hang out, <laughs> free thinkers fight the power, all those guys. But what did you say it's called? Uh, Schools of the Wise. Schools of the Wise. Mm -hmm. The OG coffee That's shops. That's what I'm so, calling oh, coffee I'm going to do a School of the Wise. <laughs> <laughs> it became so popular that Mecca outlawed coffee, um, partly because of the nature of it. They thought the stimulation factor of coffee was a bad thing. And there was also a governor that, would afraid, that was afraid that it would unite his opposition, that all these schools... Uh, people were meeting in the schools of the wise and were rising up to take him down. So hmm. they ban it, which leads to, this is why this is a fun story, yes. leads to the Arabia coffee riots. Basically, people were so mad that they outlawed coffee that they took to the streets <laughs> oh, no. and rioted in protest, begging for it to come back. I believe that. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> If we're going to, you talked about one form of addiction, and I'll be yes. talking about a form of addiction. Um, so yeah, the big fort back. Eventually, they got it back. Everyone was happy again. People were becoming wiser and wiser the more they drank. So, moving on a little bit, Arabia decides they want to control the flow of coffee. So right now, if people want coffee, they have to buy the beans from Yemen, right? Because mm -hmm. Yemen's the only way it's coming in. And... Uh, Yemen boils all the beans so that there's no fertile beans. No one can take a bean, oh, plant it, oh, and have their own coffee that's smart. plants growing up. Yeah. Very so, wise. Yeah. So, yeah. So here's mm. where the next fun part of the story. I'm telling you, lots of twists in this story. Our hero of the story, Baba Budan, <laughs> who was a saint uh, who lived in India... Um, he decided that he was ready to make his pilgrimage to Mecca. So he makes his great pilgrimage. Um, we're now in 1670, in the 1670s. Okay. Um, and after his pilgrimage, he swings by the coffee shop, the school, is, school of the Wise. He steals some fertile coffee beans. Now he straps them around his stomach so that people won't find them because apparently they didn't do any pat-downs in this age. What? Uh -uh. Yeah. And he smuggles the first fertile coffee beans ever to make it out of Yemen or Ethiopia. Wow. Back to Frappuccino, India. I'm no. just kidding. Oh, okay. wow. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> but he does smuggle them back to India. But 
Uh, it's not Frappuccino India. I really, really wanted it to be. <laughs> um, next. The, gosh, this story has a lot of weird little twists. A Dutch governor of, this one's not a joke, Java, Indonesia. Oh yeah, I've mm-hmm. heard of that one. Uh-huh. Was sent some coffee seedlings. Um, so he started a thriving Indonesian coffee business, and now Indonesia's fairly famous for their coffee. Um, and uh, so after that, um, Arabia can't keep a handle on it anymore. Coffee's out there, and it's out there to stay. So it makes it to Europe. That's the final nail in the coffin. Coffee is now everywhere. Wow. Um, so typical, makes it out to Europe. It makes it to Venice, uh in the later 1500s, so this has been since the beginning, since the legend of how it started, it's been close to a thousand years now, um, just making this process happen of spreading coffee. Kind of an interesting fact for you. Mm. Um, Oh, are you guys ready for the next little story tidbit of this history lesson? Real real quick. So it's basically all from... You said Yemen and Ethiopia, just all coffee, and it's just kind of spread. It's spreading so it's, out. So it's, it's only native to that spot? Um, Do you know? I read a couple sources that said apparently Yemen has its own legendary stories of how coffee was discovered, and that was in Yemen, but most people believe it was, in fact, Ethiopia. So originally, uh, yes, we're going to, for tonight, say just Ethiopia. Okay. Or if it was other places... It was not discovered there, and maybe they found them later. But I mean, over a thousand years, if it's all coming out of Ethiopia and Yemen, yeah, you can yeah. assume that it, that's probably the main place. Okay. So pretty cool. That is very interesting. Yeah. It's from Africa. Yeah, wow. it is interesting. Or Asia. Um, wow. Are you ready for the Catholics to get involved? Because <laughs> <laughs> boy, are they going to. They are good at that. So uh, coffee makes its way to Venice. Okay, everyone's, everyone's very excited, except yeah. the Catholics, oh. who uh, <laughs> basically the Western world, which is major, like majorly Catholic at this point, says okay. coffee is satanic, and they ban it. They literally actually think it's satanic. Mm-hmm. Not, they're not just being oh. harsh. They think it's actually satanic. When was this? Um, still late 1500s. Okay. So, yeah, it's been a while, but still pretty early. Mm-hmm. Um... I wrote in my notes, typical, dot, dot, dot. (laughs) (laughs) So our hero in this section of the story is Pope Clement VIII, okay? So the Catholic board, I don't know what their official title is, but some important Catholic people come to him and they're like, hey man, coffee's blowing up, we gotta stop this, this is satanic, we all know it. And Pope's like, well, I'm gonna try before I buy or call a satanic. So he decides to try some coffee. And here's a quote, a translated quote from Pope Clement VIII, who says, This Satan's drink is so delicious that it would be a pity to let the infidels, or unbelievers, have exclusive use of it. <laughs> Basically, he's like, coffee's so good that uh, all the people who don't believe in God, they don't deserve to be the only ones who get to drink coffee. Oh, turn the tables. Yeah, um... Here's another quote. (laughs) This is ridiculous. Here's another quote by good old Clement. Um, He says, This devil's drink is so delicious, we should cheat the devil by baptizing it. 
Wow. So I'm going to need to point that. Um, it's a bold phrase. Uh -huh. <laughs> so in case you were, if in case you've grown up always wondering, coffee has, in fact, been baptized and cleansed officially by the Catholic Church to cleanse it from the devil's influence so that uh, Christian people could drink coffee. There we go. Yeah. I was wondering that. Yeah. If you've been nervous, I know every time <laughs> I drink coffee, I'm worried that I'm sinning or something. Um, it's been blessed and cleansed by Clement, Pope Clement. <laughs> are, you, are, you more, are you more holy if you drink coffee? You are now. <laughs> I don't know how many drinks that he personally cleanses. That's pretty weird. <laughs> Isn't that like... Why, yeah, the, all, a lot of this is... Mostly, I don't understand it. I'm not a coffee drinker, and I, it tastes pretty gross to me. Yeah. And I don't understand why... Joe, do you like coffee? <laughs> mm -mm. Okay. Why would you do that? I'm in the minority here. I know that I'm preaching to a lot of coffee fans, Oh, though. for sure. So. I just don't understand. But, it, you know, I, everybody enjoys their own thing. I would agree with you that it's not worth the stink that has been caused in this history <laughs> lesson so far. <laughs> like, if it, this whole thing was about chocolate milk, 100%. I would be up and arms. I'd throw hands to keep that recipe a secret. But, uh... Oh, oh man, the more I scroll through my notes, the more funny things about the history of coffee I, I realize that I forgot about. Um, so moving on here, these shops spread across Europe. Um, this is the Age of Enlightenment. Um, so they've become known all across Asia, all across Europe, as a place to have stimulating conversation. Philosophists, revolutionaries, um, they would all go to this place. There are to these places for stimulating conversation. Um, they'd have these big political debates in these uh, schools of the wise as well. I'm assuming by this point they're not called Schools of the Wise anymore, but I'm going to hope they are. <laughs> you ready for the next twist in the story? Yeah, always. You want to hear what the women have to say? <laughs> oh boy, does Josiah want to know? <laughs> <laughs> because it is about time for the official women's petition against coffee movement. <laughs> really? Uh, to summarize... Uh, their husbands were all spending a lot of time in these shops having intellectual conversations and, you know, being philosophers <laughs> instead of being home with their wives. And a lot of these wives were uh, not too stoked about it. The women's petition also claimed that coffee made men too talkative. Quote from the actual petition here, They sup muddy water and murmur insignificant notes <laughs> Till half a dozen of them out babble an equal number a number of us at gossiping. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> so there you go. There's the official women's like petition. They're talking too coffee. much. To be fair, um, to stand up for women here in this instance, some people think that this was not really from women or directed at coffee, but more was a political thing to stop people from going to these shops oh. because this is where political things were happening. Okay. So it was oh. a clever ruse to get people to stop going. Interesting. But uh, I think it's way funnier to allow it to just be some wives that were unhappy that their guys were spending too much time. Uh -huh. <laughs> this is like... This is like all the guys watching football all day long, every day. This is that, the equivalent. Um, so it makes it to Vienna. The Turks tried to invade the land in Austria. 
uh, but they couldn't. And when they couldn't, they ended up leaving a lot of coffee behind. So one of the officers of the, of the little battles that went on there, he opened a shop called The Blue Bottle, and he started adding milk and sugar to the coffee. And that is oh, where milk and yes. sugar added to coffee is mm. born. Um, so there you have it. Uh, next, coffee makes it to the Caribbean, where it was well-growable, as yeah. we all know. Mm -hmm. um, so that's how it makes it over to the Americas. Uh, America. Okay, yeah, let's move on to the U.S. here. And then there's some shenanigans in Brazil that we'll get to, uh, and then we'll be done. So, uh, United States, well, we weren't the United States yet. Americans, we did not like coffee. We were hardcore tea people until 1773 when what happened? Tea party. Yep, that's right. <laughs> the Boston Tea Party at that point, which this is something I never considered, but it makes a lot of sense. At that point, switching from tea to coffee wasn't really because anyone wanted to, but yeah. it was a patriotic duty yeah. to the Americans to not drink tea anymore. Yeah, I did not even think of that. Yeah, because everyone drank tea when uh -huh. they moved over here. Yep, and everyone was big on tea, but then they started taxing it, and they said, no, no more. So Let's they find dumped something else. Yep, they dressed up as Native Americans, dumped all the tea into the harbor, and then as a patriotic 4th of July duty, all the Americans were like, "That we're never drinking tea again. We're switching to coffee because it's the only other option that we like. <laughs> It'll have to do. <laughs> uh, and Teddy Roosevelt is said to have drank a gallon of coffee a day. Uh... And he quoted that it was good to the last drop. So, big coffee fan and Teddy. Him. That doesn't surprise me. Good for him. Yeah. Seems it was like also a guy that would do that. It was also made very popular during the Civil War as a way to stay energized during uh -huh. the war and during the Great Habit Prohibition. So, mm -hmm. there's there's how it blew up here. And I think if I'm right, we're still the country that imports and purchases the most amount of coffee. Hmm. Um, cuz the only place we have growing it is Hawaii. So, I can, I can see that. Just yeah. imagine, if they didn't uh, tax tea so much, mm -hmm. whoever's in charge of tea, big tea, big tea. could have made a lot more money. Uh-huh. Big tea shouldn't have been so greedy. <laughs> Sorry, that was probably <laughs> the worst joke of the night. <laughs> um, should we move on to Brazil's shenanigans real quick? There's then... always one. Yeah, every episode, every Learn Me Something episode, there's one Brazilian shenanigan. That's not true. Um, so Brazil <laughs> got a hold of coffee, too. Apparently, a Brazilian colonel, Francisco de Melo Paleta, went to Guyana to settle a dispute. But his main goal, uh, so he's just settling dispute between a French governor and someone else. I don't know the details, and I didn't really yeah. care too much. Because his main purpose from going there was to get the French governor to give him some coffee to take back to Brazil. Mm -hmm. That's all he wanted. Okay. So he goes and meets, he settles this dispute, then he pulls the French governor aside, and he's like, hey man, since you're here, we want some coffee in Brazil. The French governor's like, no, that's not happening. So he asks again, hey, we really want coffee, please, just a little bit. French governor's like, no, we're making money shipping our coffee to you, so you're not getting nothing. So... Good old Francisco secretly becomes really close friends with the governor's wife. Over a long period of time, he befriends her and becomes close with her. And then he's like, hey, 
we're tight, right? And she's like, oh, yeah, we're practically besties. <laughs> and he's like, okay, I'm going to need you to steal some coffee from your husband. And she says, yeah, no problem. So she gets some clippings, coffee plants, and she sneaks them to him, and he sneaks them back to Brazil, which has made Brazil like one of the biggest coffee industries in the entire world. All because Francisco befriended a French governor's wife because he wanted some coffee. He he was wow. he like became a spy. Yeah, like an it literal international spy just to get some coffee. Just to get some plants. I'm telling you, there are some real twists and spins in this story that I did not think I would come yeah, across. I did not either. I've never thought about the history of coffee before. <laughs> Me either, <laughs> till today. Um that's pretty much all the interesting stuff. 1901 in Italy, Luigi Bezzera created the first espresso machine. Basically, he used water and steam under a really high pressure to brew water quickly so you don't have to boil it and do it really slowly. Mm -hmm. But it was super bitter, super nasty. Mm. No one liked it. So 40 years later, Achilles Gagaya, <laughs> also yeah, is. in Italy, finally is like, you know what, let's perfect this. So he creates a new espresso machine that uses a piston, don't ask me how, I just wrote it down, <laughs> to get coffee at an even higher pressure. So it just puts more pressure behind the steam and water. Oh. And um, that was much less, less bitter. The only difference is that it left a layer of cream on top of each shot, which is where cappuccinos were born. Cappuccinos and lattes, all those fun things. And uh, Frappuccino India... Um, Right, the real place. Yeah, yeah. they were, uh -huh. they were a big part of that, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then after that, you know, we've got Folger, Maxwell, Nestle, Starbucks, all those guys popped up and took advantage, making, um, uh, making coffee one of the biggest industries in the entire world. For a while, people thought that coffee was the, big, the second biggest commodity behind oil. Um, over time, that's been disproven. But sand, sand is the oh, biggest. It's one of the biggest. Good throwback. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. Um, in 2016, global coffee exports were almost 20 billion, and that was five years ago. So wow. we've probably definitely suppressed surpassed the 20 billion mark by now. Less than casinos. All, Highly less than casinos. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> All because good old Caldi saw that his goats were hopping. And was like, man, I gotta tell a monk about this. <laughs> and um, because Pope Clement decided to bless it so it wouldn't be so satanic. I... And for a spy to befriend somebody yep. to take it somewhere else. And for um, the Americans, us good old United Staters, to be have to dump some, tea. <laughs> yeah, dump some tea and be patriotic. That is, like, a pretty American thing, though. <laughs> uh, we're not drinking tea anymore. Nobody's that, drinking we don't Anybody like got rules. any other drink with them? <laughs> I got some coffee. We're drinking that. Yep. <laughs> Everybody, you love this. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> tea! Coffee! <laughs> I'm looking up, like, a picture of a coffee cherry. Yeah. I have never seen this before. I genuinely had no idea how coffee came about. I just assumed that, I mean, I've seen coffee beans before. Yeah. I just assumed they sprouted off little plants yeah. and fell onto the ground. And apparently there's a couple extra steps that I had no idea yeah, about. Yeah, so that's got to be a whole process of taking out the De Defruiting bean. them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wonder too if they use the fruits for anything. 
Um, I can tell you the ana- anatomy of it. Ooh. It's got outer skin, pulp, mucilage. Good. That sounds tasty. Who let Josiah on Google? Parchment, <laughs> silver skin, and the green coffee bean. <laughs> so. So. There you have it. Very full. Lots, think, lots in there. I think I would sometimes mix cocoa beans and coffee beans and so I thought oh. at one point they came from the same place. Oh. <laughs> and that's why they were kind of like chocolatey, but that's just... They look kind of the same, don't they? They do they look, look brown. Similar. Brown well, meat. once you remove one of them from the <laughs> bright red fruit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there you go. There's my topic on beans. Wow. There's a lot of twists in that story. That was good. Yeah, I was, the more I read, the more pleasantly surprised I was. Sometimes I'll look up a topic and yeah. be like, please be interesting, please be interesting. And I was very excited when I was researching this. Every <laughs> every extra sentence I read, I was like, oh, we're going places. Yeah, it grows like a in a bunch, like grapes. A bundle, if you will. Exactly. <laughs> That's pretty interesting. Yeah. I I feel like I've been learned a lot. Well, you yeah, you didn't bring anything to the table. So <laughs> Yeah, everything <laughs> I didn't teach anything tonight. So everything was new for you. I enjoy that. It's pretty fun. Yeah, I, it was pretty cool. I really enjoyed it when you and Abby did it, and I just kind of hung out. Just the peanut gallery over here. That's me. Okay, so the uh, the punishment. Yes. For this Ooh. episode, the loser has to have a mustache until they win again. Yeah. Just so, a mustache. Just a mustache. Like yeah. clean shave. Uh, it doesn't have to be perfectly clean shave, but like. A, a mustache. It has to be noticeably mustachey. I'm a little worried. I've had a beard like this for probably two years. Two. Oh. It's a, I haven't seen like clean shaven Josiah <laughs> in a long time. Did you hear that, listeners? That would be fun. I I've been clean shaven all the time. That's, that's <laughs> like, so boring. I look so normal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. I think this one will be funny. Yeah. So it's at least you'll have to have one for at least a week. Yeah, minimum a week. But no, no maximum. No max. So, like, if if I win this episode, uh, which I think my topic gave me a fighting chance. Yeah, yeah. Sadly, you, you deserve some agree. credit. You deserve some credit. It's pretty interesting. Um, so, if I win, you go mustache. And then if I just continue to win, might even do some campaigning to keep people going for <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah. Then That's you're smart. just like... What's our rule? Can we like shave or trim the mustache, or is it just like grow until you it's done? You can maintain done? it. Yeah. I, I'd say you know you, you don't have to eat when you're eating it. It just goes in your mouth. That's not good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you can you can maintain it. I'm going full handlebar if I lose because oh. I definitely am genetically you capable can't. of that. And so that's why you should vote for Zosia so that Caleb goes full just, handlebar. <laughs> wouldn't you like to see Caleb with the handlebar mustache? I know I would. Or um, would I? <clears throat> Josiah, why should people vote for Joe? Okay, okay. Many reasons. One, Thank just you. the preparedness. <laughs> you should see this guy's notes. Yeah. He was ready. Work he knows prepared. his stuff. Uh-huh. I asked questions, he knew it. Uh, yeah. He, he had a nice flow of the, the entire presentation. Oh, thank I you. I learned a lot. About how casinos work. Yeah. The, the dark side of the it, the dark secrets. Side. The dark side. I learned. Uh, the best types of machines or games to play, yep. what to stay away from. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a nice mix. A little history, 
learn that Oklahoma has the biggest casino in the world. Yeah, that we're going to be in Oklahoma next weekend. Yeah, if anybody's free, swing in. I learned that uh, I am going to Oklahoma next weekend. Hey, oh, good, good point. If there are listeners of the podcast in Oklahoma... Send us a direct message, and when we go down there, because it will happen someday. <laughs> oh, yeah. When we go down there, we can, like, meet up and do something That'd fun. Cool. Show us around the casino. Yeah, because you, uh, you for sure definitely You'd get know. lost. If you live in Oklahoma, you know how you that know. casino is. Everybody knows. Uh-huh. Everybody. Okay, so that's what I'd say. Just overall great job. I feel very confident. Oh, thank I'm you. I'm so glad that I brought you. I was, I was pretty nervous. <laughs> Research job. has, like... Oh, this this might not be enough, or somebody yeah. probably knows this already. No way. <laughs> that, that's just that comes with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm not worried at all. Mm. But it was a great topic. <laughs> yeah, but, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. So, so now you, you get to go. <laughs> okay, I think people should vote for me because I took something that no one thought they needed and just blew the world up and showed them that there is some interesting backstory behind a staple of most of the world, which is coffee. Now, if you're a coffee fan, I don't think you can ethically not vote for my topic. <laughs> okay. But if, but if you're not a coffee fan, you know, is that is that breaking the rules? You can say whatever you want. Okay, good. If you're not a coffee fan, you can still vote for me based off of just... I, I think I brought some interesting backstory. There's and, a brotherhood. Yeah. A br- I brought a brotherhood. <laughs> There's camaraderie uh-huh. amongst coffee drinkers, probably. If you're conflicted of who to vote for, uh, shoot us a direct message on Instagram. We can meet up in a school of the wise and just <laughs> talk, talk it through. Yeah. Pros and cons. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a good idea. Get some philosophy. Play maybe some rise against maybe. the government. Yeah. <laughs> Play some blackjack. <laughs> if I win, you vote for me. <laughs> Ooh, okay, that's fun. I would challenge anybody who doesn't know who to vote for that if they can beat me in blackjack, they can uh, vote. They'll vote for Joe. And if they lose, they have to vote for me. Okay. Anyone who those. wants to go that route. I take those odds. Okay. That's odds I've ever had. Oh, man. What an episode, guys. Thank you guys for having me. This yeah, was, that's this so was awesome. very fun. Yeah. I'm small glad, round of applause. Oh, small one. Thank you. Yeah. I'm honored. Okay. Um, Joe, mm-hmm. as the tap out guest of the episode, would you like to do the honors? Oh yeah. <laughs> hey Larry, can you can you play us out please? <laughs> <laughs>